Soundbite Theatre presents Beneath the Mask, or Hans Asperger can go f*** himself. Thank you for being here. No, seriously, thank you for being here. Now, I know general psych isn't everyone's favorite class, and this late into the semester, I don't blame anyone for not being here. As a professor, though, I am going to have to start dropping people's grades, but let's be honest, the university's policy when it comes to attendance is complete garbage. I'm glad you all took the time to be here, though. We're not going to have an actual lecture today. And here comes the collective sigh of relief. Instead, I want to talk for a bit about your final project proposals. Now, hold on. Don't tense up. They're good. They're very good. Most of them. I assign this project every semester, and when you ask a group of students to do research and present on a psychological condition of their choice, you tend to get a lot of the same topics. Yeah, and I was thrilled to see so many different conditions you're interested in exploring. Uh, Taylor, there is a great lecture on dissociative identity disorder. I'll send you the research for it. And Bethany, see me after class. I have a book on BPD that I think would really help you out. But there was one I... Hang on, is, is, um, is Ryan H. here? Did he show up to class today? No? Damn it. Wait, no. Actually, you know what? This this is a good thing. You know what kind of professor would I be if I called out one of my students in front of the rest of the class? A really shitty one, probably. Anyway, there was one topic selection that I wanted to address, and it sucks that Ryan isn't here today, but you know, maybe it's for the best. The topic he wanted to research for his final project was... Asperger's Syndrome, or Autism, or whatever. <laughs> now, there is a lot to unpack there, but first, I want to address the fact that Ryan is using extremely outdated terminology when it comes to addressing this particular condition. For nearly a decade, all variations of autism have been lumped under the umbrella of Autism Spectrum Disorder. Asperger's syndrome hasn't been an acceptable term for years, yet people still continue to use it to refer to all sorts of autism. You know, even Elon Musk can go on national television, say he has Asperger's, and get cheers and applause and make such a splash that people talk about it for months after it happens. Why? I don't really know. I have no clue how Elon got so popular when he's that much of an asshole. I'm sorry. That's not where I was going with this. Why have we stopped using Asperger's Syndrome as a classification for autism? Well, buckle up, class, because now it's time to talk about Hans Asperger. <laughs> Fucking Nazi. Seriously? He was a literal Nazi. He served in the War for the Axis powers. He had extreme beliefs in eugenics and all that shit. And, you know, 
just to get it out of the way, this is not a place for Nazis or fascists or any of those fucks. So if you're sitting there thinking, hey, maybe Asperger had a point, just get out now, please. But besides the whole Nazi thing, well, actually, maybe because of it, Asperger established a standard of beliefs that defined how the world viewed autistic people for decades. And it all centered around those classic Nazi beliefs, separation and alienation. By creating his namesake syndrome, Asperger created a division between high-functioning and low-functioning autistic people. In his eyes, there were some autistic people that actually deserved to have a place in society above other autistic people. Like I said, some awful Nazi rhetoric. And it defined how we look at autistic people for over half a century. Asperger tried to convince the world that while there were some of us who could grow up, get jobs, and be normal like all the regular people out there, there were even more of us who will have absolutely no social development in their lives, never hold a job, never start a family, and absolutely never be like normal people. <laughs> hmm, sorry? Yeah, um, I said us. I am autistic. I guess if we're still listening to the Nazi, you'd call me high functioning. <laughs> now, I know exactly what some of you are gonna say. You're gonna say you never would have guessed, right? <laughs> yep, that's what a lot of people say, and I fucking hate it. That is one of the worst things you could tell an autistic person. I could never tell you were autistic. I can't explain it, but it starts to get to me after a while. Why can't people tell I'm autistic? Actually, you know what? I think I can explain this. Masking is altering your behavior, your personality traits, and all your little habits that might give you away. You know, making sure no one can tell that deep down inside, all the way back in your brain, there's something there that makes you different from everyone else. You spend your whole life pushing those behaviors down and changing who you are to make yourself normal, more appealing to people, more likable. And I did those things even before I got my diagnosis. There were things I do as a kid that people called weird, but like all kids are weird. When I would start crying and hiding under piles of blankets during thunderstorms, or I'd get extremely hyper-fixated on a specific movie or a toy that I would take with me everywhere I went, people wouldn't think anything of it. That's just weird kid stuff, not signs of mental illness, so... But other kids picked up on it, so I'd start to hide some of that. i try to make myself more normal, but I wasn't thinking of it as anything to worry about. And then I got my diagnosis. I don't remember exactly when I found out, but it was that period of adolescence when you're so concerned about how others see you that literally anything that could be considered wrong about you is pretty much a social death sentence. I didn't think much of it at first, but then I went back to school and... All the other kids were asking me why I'd been gone for the last few days, and I didn't know what to tell them besides that I was at the doctor, and that just kind of raised more questions, and... 
And I started noticing other things that got strange looks from the other kids. Like, I bounce my leg a lot. Sometimes it's an anxiety thing. Sometimes it keeps me focused and stimulated. Sometimes I have no clue I'm doing it. But there was one day where I was sitting in class and my leg was bouncing and it was kind of shaking the table and I genuinely didn't realize that I was doing it. And then suddenly this kid sitting across from me stood up in the middle of class and shouted, will you stop doing that? And everyone just stared at me, still bouncing my leg because I didn't realize that was what people found annoying. And eventually, I started to realize what kinds of things the other kids thought were weird about me. When I'd get extremely excited about a specific subject in school to the point where I'd have a mini celebration at my desk, when I'd have a mini meltdown, when the lunch menu wasn't the same as it had been the last week, and when other kids would be obsessed with some new game and I'd still be hyper-focused on things that they thought were for babies. There was no doubt about it, I was different. And in the eyes of a bunch of prepubescent kids, different was wrong. It took me some time to figure it out, but I eventually realized that if I wanted to make it through school with at least one friend, I would have to mask the things about me that screamed autistic. I had to do a complete personality 180, sand off all the edges, and become a completely different person. Letting people know about my hobbies? Never again. If anyone heard me info dump about one of my hyperfixations, they'd get scared off. All of my hand fidgeting and leg bouncing and other sorts of stimulation, gone. That was weird to people. I'm weird to people. If people noticed, so they weren't going to notice, I was going to be normal. It's a life period a lot of autistic people go through. The I hate myself and my brain phase where we don't let people know we're autistic out of fear of complete and total alienation. And that fear of isolation, of being found out, sits and festers and eats at you from the inside until the mask breaks and you can't hide the real you. The you with all your quirks and difficulties navigating social situations and things you always thought better just to hide, but it's still you. Eventually, a lot of us get to the phase where we tell the world, yeah, I'm autistic, but I'm not going to let it define who I am. But even then, it's still a mask. You're telling the world that you have a mental illness, but that's not going to stop you from trying to be normal. Because, and yeah, we have to go back to talking about the Nazi again. This is a belief that Asperger has instilled that there are some autistic people who can succeed in normal society who can be better than the rest. When I was in high school, I had a teacher tell me that I would never be able to live on my own or go anywhere without some kind of assistance, and you know what? I proved that asshole fucking wrong, but even just a few years ago, I wouldn't have realized just how much privilege I have to be able to do something like that. Because for as many autistic people who can show that they're just as good as normal people, who can mask the things that people find weird, there are just as many autistic people who can't, who do need caregivers, who can't mask, who can't be normal, or at least pretend to be. And here's what Asperger wants us to think. He wants the higher functioning autistics. He wants people like me to think that we're better than the autistic people who can't hide who they are. But we are no different. Even though I can hide behind my mask, hide everything about myself that would get me teased or bullied or excluded when I was in school, I'm still autistic, just like lower functioning autistic people. 
It's called the autism spectrum for a reason. There are some traits that I exhibit that others don't. And there are traits others exhibit that I don't. But just because I can hide those traits doesn't mean I'm better than those who can't or that I should have to hide them. There is nothing wrong with me and there's nothing wrong with them. We're all autistic. And if you try to mock us or alienate us or make us think we're better than each other, fuck you. Seriously, fuck Hans Asperger, fuck his eugenics-based way of thinking, and fuck the way he tries to divide us from beyond the grave. And I don't know if there's anyone in the class who's autistic, but if there is, listen to me. If you are scared that your friends will hate you for being autistic, find better friends. You shouldn't feel like you have to mask because after the phase of I'm autistic but it doesn't define me, you come to realize that yeah, your autism does define you, it's a massive part of who you are, it affects every single part of your life, and that's fine. When you're out with friends and maybe you keep repeating the same inside joke and other people are getting kind of tired of it, or when you're in a crowded place and it's suddenly so incredibly overwhelming that everything just shuts down, that's your autism and you shouldn't have to hide it. So when people start staring at you when you bounce your leg too much or scream at you for not being able to stop yourself from having a meltdown, don't worry about having to hide it because the only one that cares is a fucking Nazi who's rotting in his grave. Well, I just took us completely off track. Sorry about that. Let's get back to class, shall we? Thank you for listening to this episode of Soundbite. Beneath the Mask, or Hans Asperger Can Go Fuck Himself, is written by Bridget Foy and Jackson Heyman. It features Bridget Foy as the professor. Soundbite's theme song was composed by Charlotte Rosenthal. Soundbite is produced by Mythonomica Productions. See you again soon!